the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I am the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage. I own the beautiful loan center here in Northern California. Um, But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks, the listeners, the consumers, whether it's helping you get into that first home, maybe that first investment property. And we've had a couple listeners close on their first commercial property in the last six months, so we're here for you. Those of you that uh, are listeners to the show, uh, our new listeners, I created the show, got six years ago, started on a little station up in the Sacramento area, and we've continuously added and added and grown our footprint because this is the place where you can find out what you can do, what you can't do in a real estate transaction. We are what's new and true about real estate and lending. We have a ton of ways to get a hold of us. Um, first of all, homework assignment again is to visit Facebook. Jump on uh, your Facebook page, type in Real Life Lending radio hit like you can follow us listen to all the past shows give us ideas for shows questions things that you feel you need to know a little about essex mortgage we've been in business this is our 32nd year we fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate and um we are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house, and sometimes we have some different products, unique products, more of a common-sense approach about lending and our real estate economy, current market status. And one of the things we offer all of our listeners is if you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, I want you to pick up the phone, send me your loan estimate, to go to the website, reallifelending.com, send it to me. Um, it's never a bad idea to get a second opinion. One of the things we do for free for all of the listeners is, is take a look at it, tell you one of two things. One, uh, you probably could do a little bit better and here's why. Or two, uh, we're going to tell you, hey, it's market and it's probably a decent deal. And we're going to explain to you why as well. One of the biggest things that, that people don't do is ask questions and there are no wrong questions here at Real Life Lending. So a lot of ways to get a hold of us. You can give us a call tonight, 925-203-5808, 925 925- Two zero three five eight zero eight. Again, our text line is is the nine one six eight zero six zero six zero six nine one six eight zero six zero six zero six. In studio, we have Mr. Ryan Montilius. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Tell everybody who you are and what you do. It's your first time on the air. Um, name is Ryan Montilius. I work in the East Sacramento area, and I'm with Intero Real Estate. I have a franchise out here. And, of course, a huge Intero network in the Bay Area that I refer. It's homegrown uh, in the Bay Area, right? That's correct. Uh, so, yep, I've uh, been at it for 22 years, like I said. In the last 12 years, selling a lot of real estate in ESAC, a lot of development, and uh, just really in- enjoying this time in the market. Yeah, and you're, you're the guy to talk to because, you know, the price of admission, especially in our market, for the investors that are listening, we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But, you know, Ryan's been uh, in the business for a long time, and, and he kind of specializes in the East Sacramento area. But, you know, you know tell us some of the differences between – that particular area because it's in its own microcosm of itself. It is. Uh, that, you know, the, the thing is Midtown, East Sac, um, downtown, it's very competitive. 
Of course, it's a lot less competitive than the Bay Area. So I do get a lot of referrals from the Intero agents out in the Bay Area. Right. And I'm able to help people out in finding cash flow properties. And, and again, working with people with development. Um, have a lot of lots coming up for sale here pretty soon. Right. And I know that uh, we're going to talk about uh, your business model and your referral business a little bit later in the show. But one of the things I want to touch on now before we get started is some of the things that have kind of bothered me this week is, is one, if you've listened to the show, you've heard me talk about interest rates and where they're at and, and how I think inflation is kicking in and when we're going to see some corrections, which we have since the first of the year. And it has been a crazy ride. And I know that if you're in the middle of a transaction, whether it's a purchase or refinance and your loan is not locked, you need to call your loan officer. Things have been changing. We've seen some big market swings. We've seen a little correction, but not enough to talk about. You know, one of the things that, you know, and when you price a loan and people are looking and they're they're coming into the office and they're realizing where rates are, you know, in the whole grand scheme of things, they're not that bad. But, you know, this is from bank rate and, um, uh, Mortgage News Daily. This is the national average thirty-year fixed rate. W- Ryan, where do you think it's at these days? Mm, I don't know, four and a half. You know what? That's a pretty good guess. Four and a half. Yeah, and people expect you know the three and a half. They remember those days from you know a couple of years ago. But yeah, you're at four and a half with a great FICO score and twenty percent down. And and historically. That's phenomenal, but we've all got spoiled the last 10 years. Would you agree? That is correct. You've got all these young folks beating me up because, hey, it's not my fault. <laughs> if the economy is getting better, that's a good thing. But one of the things I think is always fun to do, uh, Ryan, is I'm going to play interest rate history. Um, we, we just mentioned today, January, February 2018, we're near 4.5% with no points. I think these are averages, probably conventional loan. Um, 2013, any guesses? Oh, geez. I'd say three and a half. Yeah. Wow. You must cheat on my sheet. Uh, three and a half. 3.53 was the national average. Cost you a point to get there in 2013. You go back to 2008. Uh, 2008. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'd say probably four. 5.9% wow. was the national average, and it cost you half a point to get there. Let's go another five years back, 2003. 2003. Ah, gosh. I'd say probably five and a half. 6.1%. Cost you uh, half a point to get there. And if you jump to 2000, you remember 2000? It doesn't, seem, it doesn't seem that long ago to me, but 8.8%. <laughs> I was going to co- say 8 8.5%. <laughs> 8.8% cost you a point to get there. Um, things got a little bit letter, uh, a little bit better for a while. 1996? 90, oh, wow. That's when I got in the business. Okay. I would say actually uh, 9.5 maybe or 8.5? 7, 7.28. Wow, cost okay. you a point to get there. Uh, 1990. 9.8%. There you go. Cost you almost two points to get there. In 1983, 12%. 13.25%, and it cost you 2.2 points to get that 13%. Wow. So let's think about that, folks. How much less of a house could you buy at 13%? I don't care if it's 4%, if it's 5%, or even 6%. That's a big number. Now, do I think it's ever going to get there? Now we're a different economy. We've got a lot of things going on. Uh, we're more fear-based. But, you know, everybody thinks, you know, Ryan, we've been seeing the market take some huge swings, right? We have. And everybody correlates, you know, the, the, the stocks and bonds with dictates rates. And, you know, depending on the day, stocks are said to be falling and because rates are too high or rates are said to be rising because stock markets are rising. You know, in reality, rates are kind of doing their own thing these days. There was a time back when I was – you know, 19, let's say 1996, 97, 2000, you could kind of dictate where rates are based on the bond rate, right? That's Remember correct. those days you could figure out it was kind of a correlation. You could pretty linear graph. But these days you have risk. You have foreign markets. You have a little country in Greece that can, can have some economy problems and, and make and upset the whole market. So it really does its own thing. Um, 
and the consumer price index comes out tomorrow, and it stands a very good chance to that the it's going to cause a major mix move for rates because it's going to talk about inflation. Now, is there a possibility we could have a pullback? Hmm. It remains to be unseen, but you know, based on what I see. And I hate to say it, folks, because I know that we're in the Bay Area, and, and, and depending on how you feel politically, you know the economy is getting better. It's strong. Unemployment is is the lowest I think in eleven years, and and people are seeing more money in their paychecks. It is a good thing for our economy. I hate to say it for rising interest rates, but interest rates. But you know, Ryan, you're on the other side of the fence, and, and we deal with this every day. We've got well-informed consumers. We've got them asking the right questions. They kind of know. I think you mentioned before the show that you know it's, it's amazing how the phone is ringing in January. It is. Uh, and I think people finally see the market finally correcting. Interest rates are trending up. It's no one's. There's not going to see it back. So what are you seeing on the real estate side? How is that affecting your business? Well, you know, the thing about uh, ESAC, um, Midtown, Downtown, the rates have, for rent have climbed. Yeah, and that's exactly. really made up um, a lot of the difference for interest rates to have a good cash flowing property. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm bullish about the market, especially in Northern California. I think we're going to continue to add to the population and we're going to continue to add a lot of homes. Um, I think in the Sacramento region, there's over 100,000 homes um, on the books being built right now. So you're dealing with a lot of new development. Is that is that you think that's going to be a big part of our trend the next few years? I do. Real estate is very very local, so it really depends on exactly where it's at. Uh, East Sacramento, a neighborhood that's been built you know, in the 1920s, um, the lots that are going in there, they're going to be anywhere from 350 up to 589 just mm-hmm. for the lot. Um, but it's also going to pull a really um, high end buyer for a really good custom custom home. Well, that's a bargain to the listeners that are listening now. You know, they're looking. At- through three times that in the Bay Area. So, I mean, and that's one of the things I want to note is that as construction grows up here, we're drawing a lot of Bay Area people. I did a, I did a show, I think I, I mentioned an article that I saw maybe last month or the month before, is that 35% of the of the Zillow searches for people in the Bay Area are for the Sacramento region. It's a pretty incredible number. We, uh, Elk we, Grove, I know, is going to become mm-hmm. potentially a new Sil- Silicon Valley as Apple grows and some other companies come in there as well. Exactly, and 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 one of the things I think that is important is that you know we're seeing a lot. You know, we turn the, the the term we coined the term super commuter, you know, and I mentioned it on the show before. There, there's a lot of people that 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 work in San Jose and Silicon Valley that can't afford to buy there, and we're getting a lot of calls. And I'm getting calls. A lot of lenders saying, "No, it's got to be within 75 miles of your work." That's nonsense. Let me say that again. There is no mileage requirement by Fannie, Freddie, HUD, VA, USDA, any insuring agency for miles from the place you work to where you live. It has to make sense. And we get a lot of calls. In fact, Ryan, you mentioned Elk Grove. We've got two listeners to the show that work in San Jose and the Contra Costa County that are moving up to Elk Grove. And they've had lenders in the past tell them that it wasn't possible because it was too far away, as long as it makes sense for your employer. And one of the reasons why would it – what's the best reason is, hey, I can't afford to buy where I work. That's a pretty good reason. As long as it makes sense to the underwriter and your your employer, in some cases, depending on the distance, acknowledges that, uh, that they understand you're going to be living a, a distance – um, not a problem. And we've skated those through underwriting for all types of loan products. So again, we're parting on what type of loan product you're going to buy. There are no set mileage guidelines. I'll know some lenders have overlays, but there are none. So again, if you're interested in that, give us a call 916-806-0606. Um, you know, Ryan, one of the things that you mentioned is that uh, 
that you know we've got a lot of people moving in, and we've kind of talked about uh, people that were having a hard time finding homes. And you know, there's something on my desk that says um, most buyers actively trying to get a home have been searching for three plus months. Forty-two percent say they can't find a home at a price they can afford. Thirty-six percent say they they can't find a home within the features I want. Thirty-four percent say they can't find a home in the neighborhood they want. And twenty-seven percent say they were unable to overcome all the obstacles, but the community make outbid. Let's talk about that after the break. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert. Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And before we get into uh, uh, people having a hard time buying a f- uh, why they're not finding the home they want, uh, we've got Ryan Montilius here from Intero. We actually have a caller. Uh, hey, Jesse, welcome to Real Life Lending. Eric, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Uh, you bet, Jesse. Remind everybody who you are and what you do. Well, I work in the lovely office of Essex Mortgage, been there for two years now. Uh, obviously, one of the better lenders I've, out there. I've worked with a few other lenders beforehand. and Don't you mean the, don't yeah, you mean the I, best, I Jesse? <laughs> the best, yeah. I mean, there you go. Coming from the industry and seeing the operations of different lenders, I mean, the stuff that we're able to work with, and go direct to some of our, you know, upper VP, uh, our operations team. I mean, we, we get stuff done. So that, that's the bottom line. So it's definitely been a pleasure working at Essex. Uh, Absolutely. And Jesse, Jesse actually comes from the side of the fence. He was a real estate investor that got tired of dealing with loan officers that didn't know what they were doing and decided he could do a better job. And that's a true story, folks. And he's been with us for a couple of years, and he's actually one of the top loan officers in the whole company. So, Jesse, I want to hear about some success stories that you had this week. Who'd you help? Oh yeah, we've got oh, we've got some great new homeowners that that got into a place. Uh, you know, they like you were just saying earlier. It's a tough market right now. There's a lot of competition out there, and getting that offer accepted. But you know, they didn't give up, and they kept putting those offers in, and eventually it's going to go through. You know, so you just got to always keep your head up, keep writing those offers, uh, and then. Obviously, keep in touch with your loan officer. Keep watching the market. And, um, you know, we're here to take care of you and make sure you're covered. That's right, Jesse. And Jesse, again, he's one of our top loan officers. How does somebody get a hold of you if they want to work with you? Probably the easiest way, they can just reach me at homeownerbound.com. That's just homeownerbound.com. That's awesome. Hey, Jesse, thanks for uh, giving us a call. We'll see you next week. Great. Thanks, Eric. You bet. You know, and, and Jesse's kind of one of those guys, like you know, that that got tired of dealing with somebody who didn't know he knew he knew more than the loan officer he was dealing with. So, and he actually is really good. Uh, before the break, Ryan, you and I were talking. I read an article that people were having a hard time uh, searching for a home. Again, forty-two percent uh, that have been looking for three months or longer say they can't find a home at a price they can afford. Thirty-six percent say they can't find a home with the features they want, and thirty-four percent said uh, they can't find a home in the neighborhood they want. And then there was that 27% who were getting outbid. Now, your response was, who are they working with? Well, it really does matter. You know, uh, in a lot of cases, um, most people actually go to open houses and use their apps before they find a home that they like and before sometimes they even connect with a real estate agent. Right. Um, You know, if you actually connect with an agent who has a lot of experience in one neighborhood, for example, 86% of my business is in one neighborhood. That's a really, really high number. Right. Um, I have a lot of off-market deals 
that we put together. Um, I have a lot of uh, 31 agents in my office, so when an, a listing's coming up, I know about it. I call my clients right away, let them know about it. And quite often, we've negotiated that deal, and they're first in line right when that thing goes on the market, and they have a much better chance of picking up that property. Right. So again, I mean, if you're an investor out there, you, you heard that right. Ryan has a lot of access to off-market properties. I know you, you kind of kind of have the multi-unit family or the multi-family uh, market. You, you always got to come across those, right? I do uh, more in the midtown and downtown area. And again, a great rental market. Uh, that market has just improved so much over the last eight years and grown right. so much. And we're going to give your number out a few times, but uh, why don't you give it out? How somebody want to get a hold of you? What's the best way that our listeners can reach you? Sure. Area code 916-743-7225. Uh, I got one text question, and it's kind of one I get all the time. Um, it's about uh, taking cash out, and and you know, Ryan, I listen to the the radio a lot because I happen, to, you know, because I do a show, and I'm starting to hear ads that actually state, "Use your home as your ATM." Wow, do we have a short memory or what? Very. Um, and please, folks, and if you can see my face grimacing now, do not use your house as an ATM. I make a, a joke here that uh, um, I'd say 70% of the boat dealerships went out of business after the real estate market crashed. Okay, let, that should tell you something. Do not use your house as an ATM. Um, that's how we got into trouble before. Responsible lending is the most important thing, I think, that keeps our economy where we're at and prevents another downturn. And I think that being a responsible lender, we have to talk about this. You know, In certain cases, it makes sense to pull cash out of your house. Uh, if you pull cash out of your house to pay off your $30,000 BMW payment, that, uh, that, that, that payment over the life of your loan, that $30,000 car is going to cost you about $78,000 okay, in interest. So do not do that for that. But I do have a case. A listener called, and he was actually uh, thinking about taking cash out. He's going to sell the property in two years, get married. Actually, we'll talk about this after the break. All right. Again, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Before the break, um, I was telling you, do not take cash out of your house or use it as an ATM. Do not listen to that station or that uh, that advertising. I'm surprised CFPB lets that happen after uh, everything we went through, Ryan. I am, too. Um but I was kind of started to tell a story. So there's there are certain times when taking cash out of your house makes sense. Don't take it out to pay off your car. Uh, sometimes debt consolidation will make sense as far as cash flow. But I want what I see from the lot in the old days, people would do that every five years. You know, they'd pay everything off, they'd they'd refi, pull cash out, and pay off everything again. So one of the things that I actually had a listener call me this week. He uh, just got married. He's no longer living in his house. He's living in her house. And so now his property is now an investment property. He's going to keep it for two years. Uh, he's currently paying mortgage insurance. He's got a ton of equity in the property. We're able to actually pull, refinance him out, even though his rate is going to be higher. We're getting rid of mortgage insurance and we're paying off his $30,000 in credit card debt. And he's saving about $160 a month in payment on his mortgage because by removing the mortgage insurance and his balance is lower. And he's saving about $700 a month uh, in credit card debt. As long as, and one of the stipulations I told him is that he's cutting up his cards and he's selling the property in two years. That makes sense. Would you agree? I would agree. And so those are the things that, that make sense. So, again, 
you know, there, I can't tell you how many calls I get where I actually turn down and say, hey, it's not a good idea. I know another lender is going to go ahead and fund that file, but it just doesn't make sense. And, in fact, I think I mentioned in previous shows that Ginny May, the insurer of FHA and VA, are actually putting a stop to the loan churning where every as soon as you close your loan, you get bombarded by uh, interest rate reduction loans and people offering to do that for you. And, you know, what happens every time you even those those interest rate reduction loans, the streamlined loans, you're still paying the upfront mortgage insurance, you're adding to your loan balance. So they're actually called out and said, hey, no more of that. You got to make at least seven payments from that before you can even think about that. So. Uh, and I still think you should need to make 12 payments before you, you have to do that. Or more. I mean, most interest is front-loaded on a loan. So mm-hmm. you're paying more, more interest, and it takes a lot longer to get to that point where you're paying equity. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're an adjustable rate mortgage, yes, it's time to refinance with rates jumping. If you've got a, a huge home equity line of credit that was, was funded in 2008, where your interest-only period is coming due, it's going to switch to fully amortized for the remaining 20 years, that's a good time to refinance. If you're going to shorten your loan period, you know, if you still get a 15-year in the mid-threes, that's a good reason to refinance. So, again, if you want to get my opinion, jump on the website, reallifelending.com, shoot me an email, and we're happy to help. Uh, one of the things that, you know, we were talking about earlier about how people were having a hard time finding uh, property, but, you know, you've got a kind of a, a unique philosophy, and one of the things you do is help find the right agent for people. Definitely. Um, you know, again, my percentage of sales, which is over 20 million uh, every year, 86% in one neighborhood. I don't know any agents that have that. And it's because I know the power of no. Sure. I know that if it's uh, outside my area of expertise that I go out there and I find the best agent for them, I interview them. I make sure that during that escrow that I call that agent every week and that that client I referred is top of mind. That really is the best way to find a great agent that you know is not listing most properties, but actually closing them Mm -hmm. and uh, doing a great job. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if you're an agent listening out there, I think that's, you know, one of the things that um, Ryan does is, is, you know, find the suitable team, you know, the right bar buyer with the right agent, because sometimes, you know, uh, finding the right team is the most important thing in real estate. I totally agree. For example, I'm not going to um, have somebody who's in their 70s and match them up with somebody who's in their 20s who doesn't have a lot of experience and, and vice versa. You want to make sure you have a really good match and you really you enjoy your experience. On your phone? <laughs> uh, no, and I get that. And I think you know, your, your model is unique, and I, I know that you're still in the building phase of that, and we want to help you out with that. But you know, communication is everything in this business, and finding the right person to communicate with you and the way that you communicate is really important. And, and again, that's why we have such great agent partners like Ryan to help you folks find the right property. And if it's not in Ryan's territory or, or another agent's locally, we, we deal with a lot of agents throughout Northern California that can help you find that property. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. When we come back, we're going to get to some of your text questions. Again, our text line is 916-806-0606. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I'm here with Ryan and uh, from Intero Real Estate. And um, you know, Ryan, one of the things that uh, we have a lot of investors listening to the show, and, and you mentioned earlier, that you always come across some off-market stuff that that our, I know our investors are chomping at the bid for. But let me ask you this: Can you still find some good cash flowing property? Definitely, definitely can. Uh, with the Intero network, they're very strong in the Bay Area. Right. We actually have. Um, a Facebook account, a private one, where we post off-market listings. And so I see those right away. Oh, really? Yes. And sometimes uh, I can refer people out to those agents, and they can actually get a, you know, a deal that still cash flows. Now, if you move to the Sacramento area, as far as you're, where you're looking, 
you have a better chance of finding something that's cash flowing better. Um, I think before the show, I looked up uh, San Francisco, Oakland. I think it too popped up in MLS. <laughs> and then I looked up Sacramento Midtown. There was uh, 13 that popped up. So there's a big difference in inventory. Yeah, and we are in you know Northern California, one and two of the last two years for single-family home rent increases, which equates to just you know half the, the rental properties out there probably are due for a, a rent adjustment. And you know that, that this is so attractive to investors these days. Are you? Uh, are, and again, uh, do you do a lot of investment property? I do, I do. Uh, and I gotta say, one thing I've really noticed too is there's a there's a big disparity between a newly remodeled rental property versus one that uh, is you know 20, 30 years sure. old. Um, so quite often you're able to pick up an investment property with or without the tenants in it. The tenants eventually move remodel that thing and it's going to make sense for you. And by the way, um, I do a lot of cost analysis for that as well. Sure. Um, my dad's a contractor in the Bay area and I've been around it my whole life so I can uh, put together, you know, what makes the most sense in improving a property to get your cash flow up. Right. And you know, those, those, those of you that are thinking about whether it's a, you know, a one to four unit residential property or whether we're talking a 20 or 30 unit apartment complex, you know, I, I've, I've had the ability and I've done a ton of those over the last 28 years. And, and, you know, I can do the analysis and the pie graphs and the charts to show your investment and your return on the money and cash flow. But, you know, more importantly, you know, if anything else, my, I can I can tell you some of the mistakes I've made when I bought investment property, and I think that's more importantly than any of the numbers I can show you. But again, like we talked about earlier, is finding the right team to get you over that that hurdle and making sure you understand. Because I mean, we had a lot of new investors get into the market when the downturn happened, and, and they probably made a ton of money because they bought them right. But regardless of whether you're buying for cash flow, or you're buying a buy and hold, or you're buying to flip, you make your money on the buy. You know, would you agree? I would totally agree with that. And it's it's really about what your intentions are, because what property might be right for me might not be right for you based on what your long term goal is. So, you know, again, if you're an investor out there and you really want to get some analysis on some properties that are that we have access to, give us a call nine two five two zero three five eight zero eight. Any predictions for this year? I do believe that it's uh, going to temper a little bit uh, overall, but in the Northern California area, it's going to keep going strong. Uh, and again, it really is about supply and demand. Um, you know, you've got how many buyers out there looking? Um, I've got 82 on my desk, yeah. pre-approved buyers, yeah. just myself. So that that will keep the market strong alone, even with the interest rates going up a little bit. Yeah. And again, you know, we, 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 we joke about rates and we kind of gave the history of them. But, you know, by no means should you think that this you've missed your opportunity. You know, that is the worst thing you can do. Uh, and and. I'm not saying rates are going to get to 13% again, but one of the things that you forget about, you know, forget about creating wealth, forget about anything about buying and flipping or, or making money in real estate, fix the cost of housing for the next 30 years. You know, I get tons of calls every week from renters saying, hey, my landlord just told me he's selling his property, or hey, he's just raised his rent by 20%. And, you know, you can avoid those. And I think that's the really most important thing. Make 2018 the year to stop paying rent because rarely you're paying, you think you're paying rent, you're really paying someone else's mortgage. And that's what you got to think of. Um, and which kind of gets me back is that, you know, I, I really think that if you've been on the fence about selling, you know, this is the year. Take that equity, buy up, buy down. Uh, I've got a lot of clients that are listeners that are buying using a reverse mortgage and never making a principal and interest payment on that house. Let me say that again. They're buying their next home and never making a principal and interest payment on it. So it's a great opportunity to learn about that. But, you know, we need those those properties for all the first-time home buyers. You, you think this is the year that those move-up buyers are going to finally cash out? Uh, I hope so. I hope yeah. that will increase the inventory. Um, 
you know, there's there's a lot of other developments, too, that aren't exactly in the area people are looking for, but they're pretty close, right. uh, that they don't have knowledge of, and uh, we can definitely turn them on to those as well, especially the first-time buyers. You know, and I, I don't let any of the, 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 the doubts or the things in mind that keep you from even coming and actually getting thinking about buying a home, one of the things we'll do is we'll do a fully underwritten pre-approval before you even start looking. You know, the biggest biggest uh, hurdles that people tell me is, oh, I, I, I don't have any down payment. I don't uh, make enough money. I don't have the credit score. Well, there are answers to all those problems. I really believe it or not, I have listeners' files on my desk that I've been working with for, for 13, 14 months working on credit. I've uh, We've found down payment assistance programs for those people that uh, don't have down payment. We know we'll, we'll educate you on how to get a gift from a parent or family member because there is, a, believe it or not, a right way and a wrong way to do that. And if nothing else, we're going to just, just learn and ask questions. Like I said earlier in the show, there are no wrong questions in our business. And if you're dealing with somebody who's not answering those questions or maybe you're not feeling you're getting the questions answered in the right way, give me a call. We know what I'm finding is that consumers are asking the right questions. You know, the internet's a great thing as long as you're looking at something current. Uh, the internet can also be confusing. So, the professionals like Ryan, who can educate you about buying a home, going through the process, what to what to expect regarding and making an offer, inspections, things like that. And you know, he's an expert in his market. And Ryan, give me your number out one more time, or how somebody get a hold of you? Nine one six seven four three seven two two five. Question, text question. Um, my agent's asking for a price reduction. How much time should I before I should consider? And there is no uh, exact time. In 30 seconds. There's no exact time. <laughs> uh, you definitely want to make sure that agent is communicating with you every week on, on not only how many showings there's been, what the feedback is, and then you can make an educated educated decision if you want to make that price reduction. Yeah, if, if it's not selling in, in average time on market, there's a reason why. Would you agree? I would agree. All right, folks, uh, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric. I'm here with Ryan Montilius. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. I just realized tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Based on the last ad, Ryan and I are talking. He was uh, got his stuff done. I'm reminding all you guys out there that might have forgot tomorrow again is Valentine's Day. Uh, get out, buy a card, stop at the gas station to see if they have some of those red roses. <laughs> Now's the time to do it. Um, you know, one of the things I, I, I this is our last segment, and if, I want to mention earlier if you want to either get pre approved or if you want to sign up for one of our home buying events that we're going to do in the Bay Area. It's probably going to be in the San Jose Fremont area. We haven't set a location yet, but if you want to reserve a spot, uh, give me a call, 925-203-5808, or text me, uh, I'm sorry, 925-203-5808, or just jump on the Facebook page, Real Life Lending Radio, and let me know that you're interested, and we'll make sure we reserve you a spot. Um, you know, Ryan, one of the things we were talking about during the break is that it's so you, you specialize in a lot of, especially you're dealing with a lot of new development. And I know we have a lot of investors that are listening. You've got some projects coming up. And really, more importantly, on the luxury market, especially around town, do you see that as as finally coming back, that last piece of our puzzle? I do. Uh, I do. I do feel um, that the, you build it, they will come. I've got some great examples of that on mm-hmm. spec homes we've done in ESAC. Um, that have really, um, you know, jumped above the the average uh, price. Right. I know that in the Bay Area, um, man, I've got a lot of agents out there I talk to in our network that same thing. Um, so, you know, the thing is, is you really want to find that agent that um, is going to be tied into the uh, the development community, right. and also the agent that when you're telling them you're looking for a particular property, where, whether it's single family or investment, 
that they're going to be on it every morning on the MLS and they're going to be jumping on those properties popping up because as you know, they go pretty quick. So you you need to find that agent. Um, I could definitely help you to do that. And of course, if it's in my area, not only do I let them know about a property right away, but I go preview it. Let them know if it's a waste of time or not, right. if it's priced right or not. And you've got that Intero network that has agents you know, throughout the Bay Area, and uh, I've dealt with a lot of them. And I used to be affiliated with Intero, and I, I can guarantee you that uh, they are some great people. And you know, the luxury market here is a lot different than down in the Bay Area. You know, in, in, in San Jose, for $2 million, you're going to get a 1,400-square-foot house built in the 50s. What are you going to get for here for $2 million? Well, you're probably going to get a brand new 3,500-square-foot um, home in a uh, fantastic neighborhood that you can ride your bike and walk to the restaurants and shops. And it's a really a neat lifestyle uh, in the East Sacramento area. You know, I'm not going to let you off the hook. You know, you used to be a lender. Where do you think lending is now? Do you like it? What's wrong with it? What's working? What's not? You know, lending, it's kind of funny, uh, kind of correlate with your um, your loan officer earlier. Um, I was tired of the way real estate agents were doing things and thought I could do a better job on the real estate side and jumped over to that side. It really comes down to customer service in, in both sides of the business. And that's where it really matters. I mean, you know, everybody has access to the same types of rates and programs for the most part. Right. So it really does come down to customer service and having somebody who's on it really working hard for you. Yeah, I think so much of our business is operations, the people behind the scene mm-hmm. that you don't see, and whether that be underwriters, processors, and, and our relationship with them. And, you know, uh, it's it's not about doing it fast, although we, we close about half our loans in 18 days. It's more about doing it right, and I really can I, – I say this with a grain of salt and, and, and truth that uh, if there was a better mousetrap out there working, I would be there. And that's one of the things – and I'm a vice president here at Essex Mortgage, and more importantly, I want to earn your business. And I think that's why people are so – have such a great reception to the show that uh, we get the right questions, and we've been on for so long. So I want to thank you folks for that. Ryan, give everybody your contact information one more time. 916-743-7225. And one thing I want to announce is we actually have – have a new branch coming up in the Newark Fremont area and uh, we have hired a new branch manager he will be on soon so again we'll have another local location for you down there and again if you want to work with me you want to say hello give me a call I'd love to meet with you I'm down in the Bay Area several times a month uh, work with me directly 925-203-5808 925-203-5808 and if you're a licensed NMLS loan officer give me a call I want to buy you lunch and tell you about the last job you'll ever have thanks Ryan for being here thank you all right folks thanks again for listening to real life lending we'll be back next week same time see you then it's real life lending with financial services expert eric ilofsky mckay three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, 
whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.